This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. He is Logan Paulson. And for the first time on the air, if you will, we are pleased to bring in our producer, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Nick Berlansky. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? So, Nick, uh, Nick, happy to have you. Uh, you sir, Nick's always are going here, though, to... so it's weird <laughs> yeah. to say happy to have you. Yeah, happy, happy to have you on the screen as opposed to just... <laughs> changing the graphics and sending us notes in the background, making this podcast better <laughs> without uh, letting the world see your beautiful bearded face. Uh, so now, now Nick, you're going to play, uh, you're going to play Vegas odds maker here. Yeah. So uh, we have tasked you with a couple of different players and because Vegas has not gotten around to actually making prop bets, uh, apparently in, in May, you want to go bet on Sam Howell's over under passing yards on the year. Good luck finding one. I'm sure a bookie will take you somewhere uh, off the books, if you will. Uh, but but all of the uh, the standard sports books do not have those numbers up. So we tasked Nick with creating them. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, uh, we said we want something Sam Howell adjacent. We want something Brian Robinson adjacent. Something uh, and then for each of the three mm-hmm. receivers. So those are, those are the guys that we tasked you with. Uh, you get freedom on yards, touchdowns, if you want to bring in other players. So... What, what do you got for us? And then Logan, our job is fairly simple. We just say over. <laughs> I want to start with somebody you guys have actually already talked about because you guys mentioned Curtis Samuel, what role he could be in in 2023. Okay. His career high in receiving yards was back in 2020. He had 851. He finished last season with 656. So I want to know, does Curtis Samuel set a new career high in receiving yards over or under 850 in 2023? Well, you, got, you want to go first, Greg? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say under. I don't, I'm going to say he doesn't set a new career total. And I think it's, and everyone's going to be like, what? Why are you just talking about how great the offense is? And I just think that's why. I think the ball is going to have to get distributed to Jahan, to Terry, to Curtis, to Gibson, to B-Rob, to Logan Thomas, to, you know, like there's a lot of playmakers. And when you look at EB's offenses over the last, you know, Andy Reid's offenses, EB's offense, EB's in, involvement with Kansas City's offenses. Um, people get a lot of touches, and there's not like a definitive like number one guy. And I think that leads to better offensive production. So 
I think he'll be very productive. I don't think he's going to be 800 yards productive. What do you think, Craig? I agree. I, I'm going to go under on setting a new career high. It would not surprise me if that's around his number of total yardage because sure. um, he can have some rushing yards as well. And look, uh, you talk about total yardage. Could he bust a thousand if he has, you know, one 80 yard run that, that boosts yeah. the total or an 80 yard, you know, reception somewhere in the year? Like definitely um, in, in a 17 game season, 851 yards is, is certainly on the table. I feel like that's going to be that's like a good number, um, yeah. if you will. Obviously, he's got to stay healthy as well. But I, I tend to think that McLaren and Dotson are going to be the guys that are pushing the totals. Um, I could see Curtis with five or six touchdowns as well yeah. this year. Like, I think Curtis is going to have a really, really good year. But a really, really good year is somewhere around 750 yards, six touchdowns, 350 rushing yards, something like that. And I think he's also, it's also important to remember, he's the third, he's the third receiver. Yes. And yes. That, that doesn't even mean he's going to be the third receiving target at this point, right? Like, let's say Gibson starts balling out in training camp and he becomes a guy, hey, we got to get him more touches. Like, those those touches are going to come from somewhere. And I think Jahan and Terry, like you said, are going to get the, the lion's share of that. But, like, you know, I didn't even mention on the third day, like, Logan Thomas had some excellent catches against, like, DBs and corners, just using his big body to create separation. So, obviously, if Sam is kind of building that relationship now, you know, like I could see his, his role being bigger than it was, um, you know, last year. And then again, those touches have to come from somewhere. So I, well, I think Curtis is going to be very productive, very explosive and kind of have these more, more splash flash plays than we saw last year. I don't think, I think 850 is a lot of, a lot of ground to make up given how dynamic this offense is. The Agreed. biggest surprise for me last year with the commanders was how much Jahan Dotson actually found the end zone. Like I watched Penn State yeah. <laughs> and the guy, listen, he has a knack for finding the end zone, but I didn't expect in his rookie year him to lead the Washington Commanders entire team with seven. So my question to you guys, will Jahan Dotson score over or under seven and a half touchdowns in 2023 and improve on his rookie season? Whew, I guess first? I got to go first on this yeah, one. Go ahead. No, I, I never want to go first. Logan. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. I'll take the bullet because I want to okay. talk about it. Okay? okay. I think under again also. And again, I think there's just so like when you look at the red zone, I watched all the red zone um, touchdowns last year for uh, Kansas City, and they just find ways to get everyone the football, right? It's like it's not like obviously Travis Kelsey is a big part of what they do in the red zone. And so I think Logan Thomas's red zone protection will probably increase a little bit. I think Jahan will be involved in that, but I don't think, I think seven's a lot of touchdowns, man. I just think they're going to find ways to get different people to football. I think B Rob's going to have a lot of touchdowns in the red zone. He's going to kind of siphon some of those off. So um, I would say under, and again, I don't think that means he's going to have a bad year. I think he's going to be very, 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 very productive. But I also think like there's just, yeah, I think Logan Thomas, I would say Logan Thomas is going to be more productive. I think the receiving group in the red zone will be a little bit less productive, but I think in the field, the receiver's uh, production from a yard standpoint will increase, if that makes sense. So here's the guys who had seven touchdowns last year. Uh, Tyreek Hill, DJ Moore, Jawan Johnson, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, Gabe Davis, Christian Watson, Cole Kmet uh, for the Bears. Really? And, wow, that's yeah. surprising. <laughs> yeah, well, Cole Kmet, uh, tight end for the Bears, had seven. And then Jahan Dotson had seven as well. They were all tied for 15th. Behind guys like Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Stephon Diggs, George Kittle, A.J. Brown. Uh, I will say Jarek McKinnon had nine receiving touchdowns last year. That is true. Uh, so, you know, someone, maybe Gibson's the guy who has six or seven receiving touchdowns. Um, but I, I just, I think over seven and a half is, is a huge ask. And that's kind of the point here is like, 
you're talking about being top 10 in touchdowns in the league. And considering you're the second receiver, considering how much they use the tight end in the red zone, uh, considering, the yeah, the running back stuff that they'll, they'll do, whether it's Robinson running it in or, or Gibson, uh, on some choice routes and, and creating those matchups. I just think that's a hard number. Seven feels about right. Like I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he touches that again, but I would have to, you know, if, if I'm putting actual money on it, I think I'd go with the under. These are good ones, Nick, man. You put some time in, huh? Yeah, Nick, you're also now muted, so. Perfect, because that way we didn't talk over <laughs> each other. That's that's exactly why I did it yes. on perfect. Less editing exactly. for you. That was, uh, that was in my mind whenever I was talking. But no, uh, these numbers are numbers that I could honestly see, though. And, and that's the thing with Brian Robinson's, which is who I want to go to next, because last year he only played 12 games as a rookie. He rushed for 797 yards, and everybody always loves to talk about the 1,000-yard rusher. So I want to ask you guys, Will Brian Robinson rush for over or under 1,000 yards in 2023? Am I going first? Going you want over. to go first? Yeah. I'll go first on this one. I'm going, You're going over. over? Um, I'm going over on 1,000. Here's the thing. 1,000 yards in a 17-game season is not that much. Like, it's obviously still impressive. And the biggest thing you have to do is, is stay available, right? But where's my where's my phone with a calculator on it? I don't think I don't actually don't know where. Oh, there it went. I think it's like <laughs> 70 yards a game or something like that. If you take a thousand yards by 17 games, it's not even it's 58 yards a game. And so if he has one 121, 120 yard game, he's now caught bought, bought himself an entire game. Was anyone even close last yards. year in Kansas City's offense? Um, I can look that up real quick, but I, I, I just, I think they want to be run first. It's not going to be Kansas city's like, that's going to be the biggest thing in Kansas or difference between Kansas city's offense. And this one is like, they wanted the ball in Patrick Mahomes, hand all the time. And I think they're going to not put the ball in Sam Howell's hands nearly as much. They're going to run the, the football. And I think Robinson's going to be the guy who does the most of that. So if he can average 65 yards a game, which again is not, anything crazy um i think you know he gets and he plays 17 games he plays 15 games at 65 yards a game he's pushing a thousand yards so yeah I'm, I'm going over yeah i also think though like philosophically like you know a screen game is such a big part of this you know so do, does he lose five carries a game to screens and like does that siphon off some of his rushing production and again like i don't think anybody last year in the kansas city offense was close to a thousand and again you're right. Pacheco had 8.30. 8.30. And I feel like that's, if I had to put money on it, that's probably where I'd say. I think he's probably Here's in the that thing, though. He only had 170 carries. I, yeah, and I think I think B-Rob and Gibson and I think uh, Christian Rodriguez, I think that's, I think Christian Rodriguez is an interesting variable here. I don't think he's going to have a ton of touches, but I think he's going to have enough that it's going to be like, oh, he had five carries this game. And it's going to, those are carries that are going to be taken from B-Rob. So, I, again, I think like like with all these guys, I think offensive production is going to be high. I'm thinking like 850, 900 is totally reasonable. I just think a thousand because over the, I think there's going to be games where he has 20 yards rushing. You know, I just don't think it's going to be like this staple the way that it was last year where he's like he's getting 30 touches or he's getting 25 touches. I don't think that's going to be the same emphasis um, here. You know, and I think EB's kind of alluded to that in some of his press conferences where he's like, if we got to rush the ball 50 times a game. We're going to do it. If we got to throw it 50 times a game, we're going to do that. And I, and I sure. do think that that's going to lead to different people getting touches. It's going to lead to less, less of an emphasis. I know they want to be run first. They want to insulate the quarterback, 
but insulating the quarterback in this offense is different than it is in like a Kyle or a traditional offense, right? They insulate the quarterback by, by using quick game, by using RPO. And so some of those called runs are going to be passes. And I just think the, I just think overall that the volume of touches for the rusher is not going to be there the same way that it is in like, like last year where it's like, we're running duo. We're going to run it 15 times. B Rob gets every duo. We're going to run five counters. He's going to get those. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, Hey, here's five RPOs. Here's a screen. Here's a jet sweep. Here's, um, you know, here's like a, whatever, you know, here's like a, a zone read. Like th- those things are going to siphon touches from him. And I think they're going to go running back by committee. Cause I think they want all those guys to be healthy. So. No, I don't disagree. I just would say that if he, if he gets 20 yards, one game is a hundred yards, another add those together, do the it's math, divide by two, it's 60 yards. So, uh, but I also think Gibson's going to be more productive. I, I just, and I think yeah. there's going to be games where Curtis gets more touches. Like there's a lot of people in this backfield that we want and sh- that deserve, and we want to get touches for offensive, for offensive success, not individual success. And I just think he's got a lot of people right now, a lot of, a lot of people that'll can that'll, that will cannibalize touches and a lot of offensive philosophy that'll cannibalize touches. Cause on an RPO, like for example, I remember in the Super Bowl last year, they ran, I think 15 RPOs. I think Patrick Mahomes threw like 11 of them. They're all good reads and those show up in the stat sheet for EB as runs. But Brian yeah. Robinson or Pacheco didn't get any of those touches. So right. that's kind of what I would say is like there, I, I hope he gets a thousand. That'd be great. But I just think it'd be, it's better for the offense if more people get the touches in different spots. So it's don't possible. disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Don't disagree. Still going over. Okay. Nick, what we got next? Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This one was a little bit harder to figure out a number with with Sam Howell because not only did Sam Howell play one game last year, but Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke also split. So when I put those two together, Wentz and Heineke combined for 3,614 yards last season. I want to ask, do you think Sam Howell will throw for over or under 3,700 passing yards in 2023? I... Someone, someone's got to have the production, Logan. I'm going over. Yeah, I'm going like, over. Here. Like, thing is, if he, as long as he, you know, plays well, stays out there, Brissett doesn't replace him, and and I anticipate, especially based off how these for this first week of OTAs is going, that's going to be the case. Um, then, like, okay, fine, you're Brian Robinson RPOs that that are called runs, kind of, but can become passes, become passes. Well, guess who's throwing them? Those should be relatively easy completions. You have all these skill guys. You get the ball in their hands. Yeah, you, you know, screen game, fine that those count as passing statistics. And so I like, again, 3,700 in the 2023 NFL in a 17 game season in this kind of offense is not spectacular production. It's very, very good. So this is, this is not an easy one, but as long as he stays healthy and and is the guy running this offense, then yeah, I think 3,700 is in the cards. I'm going to go over. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I'm just trying to figure out like where that would have ranked him as a passer last year. You know what I mean? Like where that puts him. Because I remember well, Mahomes, uh, like Mahomes had 5,250. 
5250, but I'm saying like is he a, he's a top 15 guy with that stat line, right? With uh, 3700 from last year. Uh, let me correctly. pull it back up um, real quick. Yeah, 30 let's see. Thir- Jalen Hurts had 3700. So yeah. Jalen uh, Jalen had 3700 uh and he was 10th in the league in passing. Rodgers had yeah. 3695 and was 11th. So we are talking about a top 15 season guys that but the thing is like a lot of the guys that are kind of in that next tier missed games, right? So Tua yeah. has 35-48 but he only played 13 games. Russell Wilson even as bad as he was last year, 35-24, played 15 games. Derek Carr, 35-22, only played 15 games. Daniel Jones played 16 and was at 32-05. So that's one that gives you a little bit of pause, but you know they right. also did not throw the ball nearly as much as I would anticipate. You know Mahomes threw it 648 times, uh, and Jones threw it 472. Right. So, I mean... I, 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 my gut says over here, my gut says over, but I also know that it's tough for a young guy in a second year in a new offense to, to be a top 10 passer, you know? And I think that's the thing that that's the only thing that gives me pause, but I agree with you, Craig. I think that these touches got to go somewhere. Right. And I think those RPOs, the screens, even the little stupid shovel passes they have in the red zone, like those are yards. It's going to be easy for him. The, the amount of play action that they run, the amount of quick game that they run, I'm going to say, I'm going to say over, I, that if you would have said 36, I would have said over in five seconds, but I, 37, like if he has 3,700 yards passing, like they win 11 games, probably 12 games. Right. I mean, if that, if that's what we're talking about, like, and we're both saying very, over, they're, they're, they're that, that very makes me question it more than anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Think about that though. Like, that's the thing that gets me going. Like, is this real? Is this, is this a tenable solution? And I know we're really high in the offense right now. But, like, he's got to do it. You know what I mean? He's got to make these reads. He's got to make these throws. And I know he's physically capable of it, but we've seen a lot of dudes who are physically capable kind of fall a little short. So I think that number, I've talked myself in under. I'm going under. And, again, like, it's it's just because I think it's just hard for a young guy versus NFL defenses to be, to be a top 10 passer. I think it's entirely possible. Yeah. I think it's plausible. I think it's realistic in a lot of ways. I just think that's I'm, – I'm playing the – Playing his playing the his historical odds here a little bit. No, it does it does make me rethink it for sure. And looking into it too, it's like okay, is he going to have 450 attempts? That that that's a bit of a threshold. Like if he can get above that number, it feels a lot more doable. If he gets to 500, it's almost I don't want to say guaranteed, but like yeah, but it's very all the all the guys who threw over 500 attempts last year, except for Derek Carr, um, got it, and Carr also missed it by 180 yards. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it just depends on how much they, in some ways, like, I guess I should go under cause I went over on Robinson, right? Like if yeah. I think they're going to be a little more run skewed heavy where Robinson gets the amount of touches he needs to get to a thousand yards, then maybe that, that passing attempt total comes down. Um, and what if but he's just, running the ball a little bit more too? That's the other thing. Yeah. Like if he's doing a little bit more zone read, like if he's more in the vein of Jalen Hurts, you know, from two years ago, like, is that he'd still be very productive? He'd still be, you know, a very extremely plus at the position. But, you right. know, I don't know. That's a lot of yards. And, um, and maybe, and it's getting, it's honestly, it's getting me to rethink my B Rob pick too. Because I think if, if, if I'm saying he's going to be under, then those touches got to go someplace. And I think right. Rob, like we talked well, about, it's, it's funny because player. I said over in part because of what you said about B Rob. And now I've got you convinced the other way. Yeah. Played a mind game. I 
It's a long game, Nick. I did it. Uh, (laughs) um, But it is the kind of thing that, you know, 37, if if it's going to take him being a top 10 passer in the league, like that, that feels wrong. Um, But that's that's 11 wins. That's 11 or 12 wins right there for this team, I think. And again, it it depends on how he's taking care of the football, too, you know, but yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go under barely but actually you know what i'm gonna uh, it's dude, also it's may it's may we gotta, know, we gotta be optimistic here's the thing nick you said that number is based off wentz and heineke yes. last yes. year i'm gonna go over <laughs> <laughs> you combo the, he can't have a better season than those two guys what they did last year if he plays all 17 it's 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 nick did an excellent job of picking a number that is believable while also hard to get to. You know what I'm saying? It's so like, he did his job remember. as a Vegas line maker because that's exactly that's exactly what Vegas tries to do. They it's got to coax you in and then they take money from suckers like us. <laughs> the last one I want to talk to you guys about, and it's a little bit more out of the realm of possibility, but I could honestly see it happening because Terry McLaurin finished 10th in the NFL in receiving last year, 1,191 yards. To get into the top five last year, he would have needed 1,400. Does Terry McLaurin finish with over or under 1,400 receiving yards in 2023? That well, one's easy. If you're, easy. Cra- if you're Craig, no. if you're Craig, yes, because 3,700 no. has to go somewhere. Craig, you said yes. Someone's got to get those touches. It's going to be Terry. It's going to be Terry. If, it's, if, it, if Terry gets 1,250 and Jahan gets 1,000 and Samuel gets 700, I'm already at like 3,000. And then Logan Thomas gets five hundred more to go. Like, Logan Thomas gets five hundred. Deami Brown gets two fifty because he gets an eighty-yard touchdown in week three, and he's got just got to get one hundred and seventy the rest of the whole year. It's a like, lot of yards, man. It's a lot. Of you yards. know, uh, Robinson in the screen game, Gibson, like it's it, fourteen hundred is a lot of freaking yards. <laughs> That's your guy, though. I thought you'd be like, I love yeah, Terry. Terry. I am, but I think I think like he and I think Dotson's gonna have a monster year. Like I think he could get you know close to eleven hundred, and Terry's like at twelve fifty. Like I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Something you know like that, and also how they're gonna use those guys. Like how are they used in the screen game? How are they used in the quick game? How are they used in the deep you know in intermediate yeah. games? Like I just feel like I, I feel like the ball is gonna be too well distributed for one guy to get 1400. I mean, Tyreek did it in Kansas city, but I don't think they had like explosive. He was more explosive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think one. Yeah. Terry's not getting as many long touchdowns as Tyreek did in part because like Howell's not Mahomes, Um, and Terry for all the things that he is, is not Tyreek, but two, I don't think they had the depth of weapons that they had where they're going to be trying to get different guys, the ball, and it's going to depend on the week. Like Tyreek was the dude every single week i think there's going to be some decoy weeks for terry so i'm just i'm gonna say under yeah i want to say over because i like terry a lot but i i just again like and i think i've probably been a little bit pessimistic i think i've gone under on all of these but it's 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 because i believe like you believe craig that there are a lot of touches to be had you know for a lot of different people and i think the other thing that's tough is it's still so early so like right now if you look at it like over the first three days of otas you'd say man the leading receivers on the team are going to be all the tight ends and uh, just because they've been heavily featured in the offense, but that's not always how it goes into the season. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say under, but again, I think it's just because 
I think the tight ends will have a thousand yards between the, the three of them. I think the backs will have 500, you know, I think Jahan will have close to close to a thousand, you know, and I think Terry will be close to a thousand. Curtis will have another, you know, five, six, 700, and you're right at 3,700 if that's what you're thinking. So it, it gets eat up real quick. So um, again, I think it's going to be under 37, but if you're, if that's the number you're shooting for, um, gosh, if he had 3,700 yards passing, holy cow, man, this is going to be a fun year. This would be a lot of yeah. fun. If Terry's got, if he's got 3,700 and Terry's got 1,400, yeah, this is a playoff team. Dude, crazy. That or they, that or they got whacked a bunch and they're just passing like crazy in the second half and just accumulating yeah. stats. I mean, I think the I other thing we haven't talked about version. here, and maybe this will be the next time we play this game, Nick, but like turnovers, like that could easily sway the, that statistic the other way, right? It yeah. could go from being like, wow, this is a playoff caliber team to just kind of a middle of the road team. If, if he's, you know, 60, 40 on turnovers and, or some Sam, how I'm talking about. So it'll be, yeah, man, that got me excited. Just thinking about that. Cause it, it is, yeah. it feels like a very doable thing, but uh, you got to pump the brakes on that, you know, cause it's, what is it? It's may. So this is why people gamble. It's very fun, <laughs> but Logan, we did it and we don't lose any money at the end. That's right. So we should keep track of these and see how they turn out. Okay. I'm sure we can do that. Nick can make a little document and, and keep track. Uh, Nick, thank you for your service, sir. Excellent job. You're welcome back anytime on a podcast. Thank You're on you. every time. Uh, <laughs> that's Nick Berlansky, everybody. Uh, that's Logan Paulson. I'm Craig Hoffman. Thank you for watching or listening to Take Command. We are on YouTube, full episodes at 1067 The Fan. Clips on my page at Craig Hoffman. Uh, you can also catch me on the radio, Hoffman Show. Four to seven. I've been at four o'clock for like a month and a half now. Four to seven uh, daily on the Team 980 and on YouTube on the Team 980's YouTube page. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all. Thanks for watching or listening. Follow or subscribe if you have not. And we will see you later in the week on Take Commitment.